0: You're now listening to Boomsies with Dan O'Toole on the Bet Rivers Network.
1: Five, four, three, two, one. Ryan Shepherd in the house. Looking at my Spotify Wrapped. And Ryan Shepard was number two on my most played list. And we've got him providing one of the intro songs to Boomsies. How cool is that? How do I find uh, the number one song? I don't know. We had some Travis Scott on there. We had some Lane Eight, Library Voices, and ecle- a Harry Connick Jr. An eclectic mix. Welcome to Boomsies, our first of 2023. What is 2023? Year of the year of the rabbit. I like that year of the rabbit. Hmm. What to expect in the year of the rabbit. I say just great things, gentle determination and the water flow. We can accomplish great things in 2023. The year of the water rabbit is very positive, full of opportunities and good luck it's the perfect time to focus on building strong relationships and finding inner peace. I'm, I'm only going to assume if it's like the year of the pig, the year of the snake. Whatever the year is, it's never like, you're f***ed. This is not going to be good. I think we can, we can just realize that it's all going to be positive, but let's remember the year of the water rabbit is very positive, full of opportunities and good luck or 2023. Good luck. Ooh, hope your year's off to a great start. My water consumption's up back to working out. That'll last, both will last approximately six months, but let's try get it to seven. Let's even get it to eight. Because I get bored. I'm like, ah, another day of water. Oh, this is fun. Another day of rowing. Wow. Switch it up. But it's a new year. I'm not going to have those attitudes. This is episode 51. Hi, I'm Dan, Dan O'Toole, former professional broadcaster, now professional podcaster. Episode 51, the Brian Campbell episode. Brian Campbell, defenseman in the NHL, played for the Ottawa 67s when I was at school at Algonquin in Ottawa. And we had the rights to the Ottawa 67s play-by-play, so we did the games. And we even went to our uh, program director said, let's do the road games too. And he said, sure, why not? So we traveled with the team. Brian Campbell was on that team. Always a nice guy. He's, he's got one of those faces where it always looked like he was about to break into laughter. I uh, confirmed with his former teammate, Brian Bickle last night said, Bixie, give me the lowdown. Brian Campbell. Good guy. He said, yes. He said, uh, Great guy. So he's got Bixie's approval. He's got mine. Well, he already had my approval. I just wanted to see if, if anything had changed him from junior to the NHL and nothing changed him. Still the same BC. What's up, everybody? A little cherry Pepsi. Couldn't find the cherry Coke. It's only in certain stores. Brian Campbell played 1,082 games in the NHL. Won the Cup with the Hawks in 2010. Won the Lady Bing in 2012. It's uh, not really an award that people brag about, I don't think, if you play in the NHL. And I'm like, what won him the Lady Bing that year? Well, in 82 games with the Panthers, he only had six penalty minutes. Brian Campbell, congratulations. Hope you're having a great time in retirement. Mention it's a new year, and I have realized that as I get older, the less exciting New Year's is. And I don't know if that's the same case for everyone. And then I think back to when I was younger, like going to bars and stuff, and was, was it really that exciting because the night always ended in you freezing your ass off? looking for a cab. The old, we're going to go up the street further and then we'll get a cab. Then someone else has that idea. And then you're walking like five kilometers to try get ahead of the other people for the cabs coming down the street. Just a horrible game to play in the freezing cold where you just want to get home and you're like, why, why do we do this? Why have we done this again? One year... I don't know if I've told this story before. When I was working at Fort McMurray, Alberta. When I was doing sports up there, doing the play-by-play for the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. Worked at the radio station and someone said, Yeah, someone's having a, a New Year's party at the trailer park. I'm like, okay, sounds cool. So we found uh, found the address got to the trailer in the trailer park and walk in. It's just four people sitting on a couch and they're watching a pornographic movie. I'm like, okay, this is a a rough start to this one. But let's let's roll with the cards we've been dealt. So I had my little six-pack of beer or whatever I had and I'm like, I'm going to go put this into the... Ooh. Ah... Oh, I can't even... Oh, hopefully I can get through this. Oh, God. Why do I gag so easily? So I went to put the... I'll just try to power through. I went to put the six-pack in the fridge. I I opened it up. And the fridge had no power, and there was raw... (coughs) There was rot meat in it. Oh, okay. Like oh Like black ground beef. Oh God. And that so that so I did not put my beer in there. I put it out in a snowbank or something. And that smell. Once I opened the fridge, I'm like, that's why this place smells like this. So I just, I left. I went to Cowboys. The people I went with, they're like, why are you leaving? I'm like, go check the fridge. And they're like, oh, God, I can still smell it. That is so disgusting. So that was one of my New Year's. and then when I was thinking about New Year's and I was getting ready for the show and talking to my daughters I'm like, and they're like, no, New Year's is great. I'm like, okay. Um, I said, there's no food attached to it. I go, Thanksgiving, you got turkey. Uh, Easter, you got ham or maybe even do ham and turkey for both. But New Year's, there's nothing attached to it. You're, you have to have fun. You better have fun. That, that's the only thing attached to it. You better dress up. You better stay up till 12 and you better make noise. And you got to kiss someone. There's a lot of pressure. I don't even, well, I now know. It doesn't even make my top five of holidays. New Year's Eve does not on my top five holiday list. And I composed a list here. New Year's is it at number six. We've already gone over why. At number five, Valentine's Day. Holiday created by the greeting card, chocolate, and flower industries. Because one day they're like, how do we drum up sales in February when everyone's stuck inside? Oh, let's start a holiday built solely on guilt. You don't get them chocolate. You don't love them and they're not going to like you. Oh, God. So a guilt-based holiday, not good. Easter is in at number four. You get candy, you get food. What's not to like about that? Christmas, down the list at number three. Very surprising. Gregory, Uh, Gregory, I'm going to have to call you back, bud. I should have had that on mute. I'm sorry. Another holiday that with old age, the stress level is just too much. I found myself on Christmas day this year. I felt like 800 pounds on my back. I had no energy because you don't realize that you're the, for those that celebrate Christmas, you're like, okay, we got to have the Christmas tree, right? We got to have the presents, right? We got to wrap the presents. We got to make sure everyone's, we got to, we got to get the pictures done while they're opening the presents. We got to make sure everyone's happy. Uh, and it's just like a volcano waiting to go. And it finally erupted on Christmas Day. And I'm like, I, guys, I, I, I just have no energy. And they're like, go to bed. I'm like, I'm not going to bed on Christmas Day. I, I'm, I powered through. And then I slept from Christmas night from 10 p.m. to like 10 a.m. Boxing Day, woke up a new person. So, Christmas, because of that, because of the stress you caused me, you got notched down to number three. Still like your music, still like your decorations, still like the feeling we get in the lead up to Christmas. It's just the actual, the actual day. Number two, Halloween. You get candy, you got costumes. A lot of pressure put on those costumes, finding the right one for the kids, but hey it's okay and at number one thanksgiving no presents to buy you just eat it's about family even if you have to cook you get help so thanksgiving number one now i openly admit this uh that list is for adults and i hope this begins the discussion which it did for my myself and my kids Even their friends, they're like, we went to the ski hill and that's all we were talking about. It was this list you came up with and how you're a nut bar. And I'm like, hey, everyone's entitled to their own list. What's yours? So this is a 15-year-old's list of holidays. It would go, number one, Christmas. Number two, this is a shocker at number two. Easter. My daughter Sydney said Easter doesn't get the love it deserves. Okay. Halloween at number three. Valentine's Day, which kids love. Because they get the little things at school. You get to cinnamon hearts and all that stuff. New Year's Eve. And then they have last on their list Thanksgiving. Because they're like, what's the big deal? You don't get anything. You get food, who cares? So send me your list at, uh, yeah, let's talk, ya, let's talk at gmail.com. I am open to suggestions. I like constructive criticism. If you can sell me on change in my order, I'm all for it. Uh, we were off for the holidays and... We did a couple of interviews. We did one with uh, Andrew Perloff. Uh, that was very well received. McLovin. And also with Jay Harrison. I'm wearing his uh, Whippy watch. Watch. They're like, hey, do you want us to send you a watch? And I'm like, uh, who says no to that? Great watch. Tells the time. And uh, supports uh, a Canadian business. Oh, crap. I think I just, I ruined, I was putting a uh, spray foam in holes in my almost 200 year old house yesterday and I got spray foam on it. That's mucho no bueno. That stuff is sticky as f- And that, uh, I won't even get into the spray foam incident. If you buy spray foam, get the disposable gloves. It's disposable plastic gloves. I went through seven pairs of those yesterday. Okay, so a storm hit North America. Like everyone got the cold, everyone got stuff. I uh, during the storm posted a video of our little main street here in Orno of the storm blowing in. It was it looked like uh, it looked very peaceful, and then a lot of people comment said, uh, "Well, not a lot, but a few." They're like, "See, the media just overblowing this. They want you to be terrified. They want to cause panic." And I'm thinking about that. So I had to, because it was uh, it was close to the holidays or something. I don't know. But I was on the road Friday. Friday, I went through a whiteout in which I couldn't see the road. That hasn't happened to me in 30 years. Several times. Saturday, same thing. Whiteout conditions where I was driving. Even black ice. At one point, I was on the highway. and I'm like, I have no control of this vehicle right now. Let's uh, ease off the gas. Let's not hit the brake. Okay, we got her back under control. So it was horrible driving conditions. And then I was thinking about what these people said about the the forecasters overhyping the storm. And I'm like, what that did was keep really bad drivers off the road. People that are terrified in normal conditions, didn't even think about going for a drive. Didn't think about going to their cousins. They changed their travel plans, moved them up or moved them back. It saved lives. And I'm like, what is what is the downfall of overhyping a storm? I couldn't figure out one. No one is benefiting. I, ju- I just don't get why people are upset. Okay, they hyped us. Maybe it didn't hit your area, but everyone I talked to, oh crap, we lost tree limbs. We had windows broken by the wind. We had snow banks over the house. We had whiteout conditions, like I had. So you're late to grandma's. You're you're arriving a day later, or you're arriving a day earlier. Guess what? You arrived. He didn't die. During those wet-out conditions, I saw at least six vehicles in the ditch. Just right in the middle of the highway, some off to the side. So, hey, hype up those storms. It keeps the horrible drivers off the road. What's wrong with that? Those people that are driving 60 on a major highway in Canada, when it's clear driving conditions, you want them on the road during the storm? No, you don't. So think about that if you are if you think the, the storms are overhyped. Think about what it does. It saves lives. I just want to get off that, that off my chest. A buddy of mine, Sully, he's appeared on this podcast before. He wanted to get something off his chest. He heard my rant about the Scotiabank Arena where the Leafs play. About the restrooms uh, being disgusting about the food being overpriced, about the speaker system, you couldn't hear anything. So it was a great experience. (laughs) Tremendous. He went to a Ducks game on Sunday. And he left a voicemail about his experience. Let's hear what he had to say.
0: Hey, O'Toole, Sully checking in. Bruins-Ducks game, Sunday night, first period intermission. Here's my beef. I'm trying to find a place to put my pizza and RC cola, really really crappy cola down, and there's no places to put it. None. I currently have my pizza and soda on a trash can. A trash can old tool You complain about long lines and bad food? I got bad food really crappy cola, and I have to eat over a trash can in Anaheim. There is so much money down here in Orange County, and they can't afford a bar stool or a table or a high top? This place sucks. <laughs> Anyways,
1: go Bruins. See ya. <laughs> This place sucks. I've been to that rink, very nice rink, and they've got very wide concourses, so... Started me thinking, do any arenas have high tops? Because if you've got them, that means there's just garbage sitting on them. You're walking by, you're putting your empty drink on there, you're putting your empty container. So that's why they don't have them. And then producer Tim pointed out to me that the Staples Center, now the crypto.com arena in LA, says it has them. But that is a problem probably... Across North America. Because if you have tables, you have garbage collectors. I don't know what the solution is there. And I still can't believe that their cola in Anaheim is RC Cola. He wasn't making that up. We've gone over this before. That is their fountain soda in Anaheim RC Cola, which is Royal Crown. Not really crappy. But I like how he slid that in there. Also over the holidays, I don't know if you noticed, uh, it doesn't matter if you did or not. Excuse me. I shaved my mustache. You know why? The longer a mustache goes, when you take a, when you take a sip of a canned beverage, the mustache gets stuck in the little, uh, the little tab. So, uh, a drink out of a can becomes a painful process, and I'm like, "This." Shit. So I shaved it off, and stuff started getting stuck in it. And I'm like, "Why am I doing this? Why? Why are we doing anything?" Because the lead up to Thanksgiving. Oh, here's another idea I had. For February, the coldest, dreariest month of them all. Why don't we have an advent calendar for February? Can we create one of those? It doesn't one exist? I looked; they it doesn't. At least not on Amazon, where it's like fantastic things which will make your day. Like February second, we've got. Gum that you haven't had since you were a kid. February 3rd. You got a toy you haven't seen in years. Something to brighten your day in that month of misery. So producer Tim's going to start work on a February. Funtacular Calendar. February needs all the help it can get. They added a holiday to it. Family day, because they're like, we need something to break up this winter. There's nothing associated with family day. It's just a day off. So February needs a good hype team. We're here for it. February needs some love. And we're here to provide it. Uh, Sully wasn't the only voicemail. Our voicemail overflowing in the Christmas break. Uh, we have a couple more to get to. Remember the the best voicemail or email receives a CHL prize pack, and it's not just a generic CHL prize pack. It is hand selected for your favorite team. You tell them what team you like. We send a prize pack with that team stuff in it. Let's uh, let's have a listen. What uh, people left.
0: Hey, bud. How's she going now? My CHL prize pack arrived this week. Just got to say thanks. The wife's going to hate it, though. These are going to be all over me when I wear this nasty Blazers gear. Keep the stash up. Looking dirtier every week. Keep the bears off your tail, bud. Stay safe.
1: Okay, so uh, he left that when I still had a mustache. Thank you for your message. See... We, uh, the people that have received the CHL prize back, they just send pictures because I think they're expecting a hat or a puck, but what arrives is a treasure trove of gear. What's next?
0: Hey, it's Snack Bites. Pete
2: here calling from sunny Saskatoon. Just wanted to touch base about playing ball in the yard with your dad. My old man was also a farmer, and I spent many a night tossing the baseball back and forth, him in his dusty work boots, jeans, and stained T-shirts. I heard you getting choked up a little bit, and I get it 100%. Great memories, and uh, farm dads are awesome. Take care. Happy holidays.
1: That's a great message referring to my dad when he would hit fly balls out to me. I talked about that, got kind of choked up. And then two days later, Field of Dreams comes on and I'm a mess. So I posted clips on Instagram and uh, everyone, was, everyone was the same. Grown men, they didn't say, oh, someone's cutting onions. It's dusty in here. Stop that. Just say you were crying. And so many reached out They said, I, every time I watch it, I can't help but bawl. The best part is when he doesn't refer to him by his name. Kevin Costner says, Dad, you want to have a catch? And it's just like, wow. So cool. And then the pan out, everyone's starting to drive to the ballpark. But then I'm thinking, we're getting into the weeds here on uh, Field of Dreams. Actually, we're getting into the corn. But all the people are starting, you can see the headlights heading towards the field. But it's just Kevin Costner and his dad playing catch. Everyone just left. All the other ball players, they're in the corn. So people are going to show up. They're like, what the? F- what are going to watch a dad and a son play catch? I'm not paying money for this. So maybe those first few customers felt kind of jilted when they arrived at the Field of uh, Dreams field. I think we have one more uh, voicemail. Hey, Dan, it's
2: Rob from Kingston, just finished listening to the Junior Felix X episode of the pod, and you're speaking, Uh, apparently I can't speak, but when you were speaking about parenting, it reminded me of something that really changed my view. The saying goes, stop trying to parent your kids like your parents parented you, because that world does not exist anymore. And it's so true. Today's kids do not live in a world like we lived in. They have a totally different way of growing up. And I think it really helped me become a better dad. And if it can help someone else out there, I think that's great. I think we expect too much out of our kids and we expect them to be like us. Well, the world won't allow that. So I think it's our job as the parent to adapt to the new world, change our parenting skills. And most of all, like you said, Just enjoy all the small minutes and time that you can together. Anyways, that's it, bud. Hope you have a great Christmas. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Great voicemail. Great message. Because I'm guilty of that. I'll call my kids and if they they don't uh, arrive in the room after I've called them within like two minutes, I'll go with them. Like, if I didn't, Come as soon as I was called, I would have gotten in so much. They're like, Well, Dad, that was 80 years ago. It's not like that anymore. And I'm like, Why well, are you? And I'm always like, You're so lucky to have all these toys, all these gadgets. When I was a kid, I played with rocks and sticks. They're like, uh, Dad, you still have toys that are upstairs that you had as a kid. So we're just supposed to I'm like, oh crap, they got me again. So yeah, good parenting advice. Ooh, we got a couple of uh, front runners for the uh, voicemails of the week. Let's get to some uh, emails here. Wednesday Friends Day is the subject line. Hey, Dan. Loving the new Monday fun day edition of Boomsies. I think the Wednesday edition needs a name too. How about Wednesday Friends Day? Works especially well if you get back to having a guest on each week. Cheers, Brad the Dad, Sault Ste. Marie. I'm uh, liking Wednesday Friends Day. What sip, Dad? What sip, everybody? Used without permission from Vic Berger, Office Hours. I'm going to call into Office Hours and ask Vic if I can have permission to use that. I think he'll uh, be honored that it's being used on a widely listened to podcast here in Canada. We haven't won any awards yet and we never will because I never have in my life. You gotta gotta play the game. To get an award, I didn't. I don't play the game. I don't play the game right. I'm playing with a different set of decks. No, I'm playing with a different deck. I was dealt a different hand. What's up, Dan? Just wanted to say thanks for the shout out to delivery drivers last week. Much appreciated. Quick tip for listeners. Okay, I always like tips. Just the tips. We don't know where the other packages you order are. We don't know where the other packages you ordered are. I just want to keep the goodwill moving here and give a shout out to City Snow Plow Crews. By far the most underrated, underappreciated, and hated group of workers out there. No, the plow guy didn't intentionally try and snow you in. And they didn't time it perfectly to show up just after you were done shoveling your snow. Just doing their job. It's probably not an easy job. Be nice to them. If you're one of these people that yell at your city snowplow, you're probably the same kind of person that shovels the snow into the middle of the street. Your neighbor must love you too the next time the plow goes by. Thanks again, Dan, for the pod. Merry Christmas. Your boy, Gobbs. I'm still uh, lobbying my n- municipal government for a snowplow attachment. It exists as it comes to a driveway. It drops down in front of the snowplow. So the snow stops going out. It just pushes it forward with the snow. Doesn't go into the driveway. They lift the arm. It continues on its way. I talked to the mayor of this municipality. He said they priced it at once and it would cost $4 million. like, <laughs> what the A plow part doesn't cost four. And then we got into a, some would say a heated exchange, but I'm like, can we, can I find the part? Can I say, he's like, well, no, I don't think uh, we need to raise our voices here. I'm like, but you are not hearing me. I voted for you. Wish I'd taped that exchange. He said he's going to look into it a bit more. He's not. I don't think that's going to happen. I hope it does though. I want to see a $4 million plow part. Hey, Boomsies gang. Just wanted to say a big thank you to my favorite podcast and the best Christmas New Year's wishes to Toolsy, Z Money, Producer Tim, Ron the Cat, who I'm sure is guiding Santa's sleigh this year and has been secretly training since his disappearance. Looking forward to more Boomsies hijinks in 2023. Our boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Big Dog Rob. Hi, Dan. I don't understand why people are scared of cats and always follow up with the statement with cats would eat their owners if they die. (sighs) How many times has this happened to this person? I have never run into a person that's scared of a cat, let alone them following it up with the statement cats would eat their owners if they died. I digress. It is my unprofessional opinion that dogs would do the same since both are animals. It's called survival. What people fail to mention is how dogs are on the top 10 list of deadliest animals to humans. BBC News estimates dogs cause 25,000 human deaths annually. Whoa. Other sources suggest the number is higher. Cats never find themselves on any of these lists. This person's really advocating for cats. So what's scarier, dogs killing you or cats eating you when you're already dead? Just a little food for thought. Keep up the good work, guys. Sincerely, a cat and dog person. Oh, so they do like dogs. So they bash dogs and then throw in at the end. Yeah, I like dogs too. Dogs kill 25,000 people a year. And we're just hearing about this now. Nose little silent. Oh, we had a dog here. Max, he's gone. He didn't didn't die. Max did not die. We had him for a lot of time. Well, a family friend went back to BC. Max came here alive. Max left here alive. So we did our job. I tell him each day. I'm like, you got five more days. You has got to make it five days. And then I'm in the clear. Maxie. He's gone. He gone. Hey, Dan. So glad you opted for Boomsies 49 as opposed to that other option. I don't know what he's talking about. Thoroughly enjoyed your discussion with Dr. J. Referring to J. Harrison. I'm so glad he raised the topic of his Whitby Watch Company for two reasons. Reminded me of William Stevenson and his incredible contribution to the war effort in the 1940s. I saw a drama based on his work at Camp X and need to go find it so I can watch it again. Number two, Whitby Watch. So cool I'm embarking on a savings plan to obtain the intrepid model. Back in the day... Every play shinny. Oh, sorry. Dyslexia took over. Back in the day, ever play shinny at, uh, say, 10 p.m. and then come home and attempt to get some sleep? Darn near impossible. Appreciate Dr. J's comments on professionals and how they address this. Thanks, Dan. Stephen Boulanger, Sault Saint Marie. Worry up big in Sault Ste. Marie. I love it. Love the Sioux. Hey, Dan. I'm a little behind in listening to your podcast, so I'm only listening to episode 46 right now. In regards to the pants situation, you are not alone as jeans are also my comfy pants. I wear jeans the majority of the year and shorts for the hot days in summer. I hadn't thought about it before. You mentioned it, but my wife finds it odd that I don't want to wear sweatpants or comfy pants at home. But as I mentioned, jeans are my comfy pants. I'm also game ready at any time because I'm not wearing sweatpants ever. Best of luck finding a Mrs. Boomsey's e train. A lot of people on board. Well, actually, no. The majority of people uh, find uh, my thoughts on not, never wearing sweatpants odd. I don't, but that's my opinion. Just like my uh, my top five opinion for holidays. You're going to disagree. That's what's great about our society. Everyone's allowed their own opinion. Right? Yes. Okay, so we've read all the emails. We have uh, listened to all the voicemails. And as uh, we usually do, we defer our selection for the CHL Prize Pack winner to Z-Money. Because I like... The pressure being put on his shoulders. Z Money, who's winning this uh, this week's CHL prize pack?
0: Let's go with Rob from Kingston.
1: I love it. That was the parenting advice. Yep, sure was. Okay, just confirm me. Congrats, Rob. Uh, we'll be sending you an email. Actually, no, he sent a voicemail. How do we get a hold of him? Do we have caller ID? I will text him personally. Ah, nice work. Ooh, I got stressed there. Okay, so he's gonna be picking uh the Kingston Frontenacs for his team. Or maybe he's not. I don't know. I just want to quickly reference on um Mondays this past uh Funday Monday, my mom, Sandro Tool, made her wildcard weekend picks. The response was overwhelming they're like she's a star she needs to be on more and also a lot of people were responding with i think she's right on all of them so we'll have that uh to look forward to to see how sandy o'toole does with her picks um what else did i have to get to we got all the voicemails correct guys correct ah look at that we're ahead of schedule i like it we're in under time Ah, uh, we like to to be succinct we don't like to dawdle that's why we split it up into two podcasts don't forget to check out that monday podcast uh fun day mondays every single monday where we look at the uh, the the weekend news and then our regular wednesday podcast this the boomsies podcast is an evergreen forecast. Forecast is an evergreen podcast in which you don't have to to be current. You you don't need to be caught up to date. You don't have to have listened to the previous fifty episodes to realize what's going on. Every episode stand alone. That's what we want to try to accomplish. So you can just jump in and tell your friends to dive in at any point. Our our goal this year is to win an award for this podcast for most listened to podcast in Sault Ste. Marie. And I think we have a chance of winning it. We appreciate you being here. Uh, We've got some very exciting projects in the works for 2023. And I'm not making that up. It's very true. So uh, keep your uh, ears open for that. Your, Your ears open for that. In the meantime, make sure you hug someone. Let's keep that going. And be nice. It's free.
0: Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Tooley. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby Boomsies.
1: Thanks for listening to
0: Boomsies.